Welcome to the Reach Higher Podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. So in the last episode, we ended with the story about a father with two twins. One was an optimist and the other a pessimist. The whole point of that little bedtime story was to convey that our experiences are created by our interpretations. So if we get ourselves into the habit of creating more empowering interpretations in our lives, then we win. That's the point of all this. So back to the concept of emotional homes. Just like a normal location, when it comes to our emotions, we can relocate at will. And once we memorize the directions of how to get somewhere, we can replicate arriving there. So okay, here's the big question. What are the steps you need to take in order to change your emotional home? The first course of action is to ask yourself better questions. The answer we create in our mind end up giving us the answers we create to perceive our world. Think of the mind as an ultimate Google search. It will find an answer to what you ask it. And if it doesn't have the answer, it'll create one. Question. I just want a long-term partner to be in a happy relationship with. Why does no one of the opposite sex want me? Answer. Because you're fat and nobody loves you. You see? Ask a stupid question and you'll get a stupid answer leading to an unwanted emotional home such as insecurity or sadness. How do you know no one wants you? Have you asked all 7 billion people on this planet? Exactly. And how do you know the reason you're single is because no one wants you? Maybe you're thoroughly desired, but your demeanor makes you unapproachable. This is a plausible potentiality, but you wouldn't know unless your self-talk was better. When you ask more empowering questions, you end up getting answers that can add value to you and move you to a more efficient emotional location. Okay, empowering question. This scenario seems to keep happening to me. How can I improve this situation while enjoying the process simultaneously? And the answer, I assure you, will be far better than with the first question. Now listen, this isn't just positive mumble jumbo. These statements are backed by science and they unlock the power of our own physiology. Within our mind, we have something called the RAS or the reticular activating system. Its job is to identify what in the world is important for us to focus on. It then allows us to notice these things and other things related to it more easily. Have you ever noticed that when you bought a new car, all of a sudden you started seeing that car everywhere? You pull up to the gas station, boom, there it is. Head to the grocery store, yup, there's another one. Your RAS became programmed to spot them, but the same way the RAS functions in our external environment, it does the same thing in our internal environment, aka our minds. Asking the right questions continuously will ultimately cause the RAS to find better answers more frequently. And over time, your emotional home can shift to a new and more empowering one. The next step of achieving a new emotional home is identifying what primary new emotions you want to color your day with. Of course, the majority of people will say that they want to be happy, but 
happiness isn't the only empowering emotion there is. Plus, it's unrealistic for anyone to be happy all the time. I mean, come on, I think we can all agree that that would be kinda creepy. You can be inspired, curious, motivated, whimsical. Any of those are empowering states too. Empowering states of mind that can improve your life if you stay in them more frequently. I personally chose new emotional homes myself, as I actually battled with depression for many years of my life. Without realizing it, my emotional homes were stress and worry. I was constantly tired, because all my energy was being drained by how I felt. When I encountered a problem, I thought to myself, when will I get a break? Why is it that I have to deal with this much bullcrap? I work so hard to be a good person. I don't deserve this, blah, 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 which of course just drove me deeper and deeper into misery. But when I became aware that I myself was creating and strengthening my own suffering, I set out to shift it. The new emotional homes I chose were inspired and grateful. In every situation, I try to make a conscious effort to find something I can be inspired by or grateful for. I've trained my brain so that whenever I encounter a challenge or emotional opposition, I try to figure out what I can learn from the situation because learning inspires me. Or I ask myself what I'm gaining from the situation because gain causes gratitude. And you know, believe it or not, when I started thinking that way, I truly started to see the light in dark situations. At first, I wasn't really invested in it, I'll admit. I would ask grudgingly, okay, what the hell can I be thankful for regarding this bastard cutting me off in traffic? But after a while, the practice actually began changing me. I would then say, you know, I'm actually grateful that he didn't hit me and that I've even got a car to drive that allows me to be in traffic in the first place. I bet if I only had a bike, I would wish I was stuck in traffic with air conditioning and four doors. I try my best to carry that mentality with me now continuously. I may not do it perfectly, and I may not do it in every situation, but I can now say that the majority of the time that I go through this life, I'm occupying more efficient emotional homes. And when I find myself in a negative one or one that is not beneficial to me, I say to myself, I don't live here anymore. I don't live here anymore. And I consciously make the effort to move out of it into a new space. From there, the last thing you need to do is practice, practice, practice. Practice entering that emotion when occurrences happen. Understand that any habit or state of mind is like a muscle that is grown. We don't realize it, but we work at being angry. We work at being sad because we reinforce those habits by our belief systems and our actions. So respectively, we have to work at happiness and having efficient emotional homes. Happiness is not your birthright. You must grab it. So do just that. Guys, thank you for listening to the Reach Higher podcast. Stretch out your arm. Let me help you lift it up. And together, we will reach higher. Reaching the bigger smiles, stronger minds, greater successes, better lives, and now better emotional homes. Thanks, guys.
Peace.